guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. This week we are joined with Indigo McKeon. Say hey. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. No worries. Um, so first question, when did you kind of like start writing or kind of um know you wanted to like record and start putting stuff out instead of just like kind of writing for yourself sort of thing? Well, um, actually, pretty cool story. So I'd written this song that I'd kind of known was like my kind of the best thing I'd written for ages, like two years I'd kind of held onto it. And then I was backpacking and I did an open mic night in Costa Rica and it was best experience. And afterwards I had like a couple of ladies from Sweden come up to me and like give me the best pep talk of my entire life. And I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe I can do this. Um, so then when I got back to Australia, I was like, okay, I'm going to really give it, a, give it a shot. And so then I decided to record that single, which ended up being my debut single and kind of did pretty well, even though I like had no idea what I was doing at all and just didn't even really know how to promote it properly. But it kind of gave me the confidence to like accept that that's what I wanted to do and that I was capable of doing that because it's hard yeah. to even find like the confidence to be like okay I can do that <laughs> yeah exactly oh my where god did that's you, crazy where did you go backpacking so I I lived in North America for 10 months and then I backpacked through um one side of Costa Rica to the other side over about two months that would have been so much fun that's oh, awesome. it was amazing. It was a solo? Um, I was with my auntie, which was really cool because nice. I was only I was only 16 at the time. So, True. yeah, but it was oh, really cool. Awesome. So did you do, like, exchange in North America? Is that what you did initially yeah. in the backpacking? Yeah, so I did exchange, except I did it a little bit different to most people. So I have family over in America and I got – a residency visa and then lived in an apartment on one of my family members properties so I was living by myself and like going to public school as like a normal American kid I guess because I had like the residency visa um so it wasn't like the stereotypical exchange but it pretty much ended up being that and it was so much fun <laughs> what was school, awesome. what was school like over there in the states Exactly like the movies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Good and bad, exactly like the movies. Really? That's pretty fun. Um, it's definitely like something prom. Oh, my God, prom. Did you have one? Um, Did you go? I, I went to prom, of course. I was actually nominated for prom queen, but I didn't win. But <laughs> oh I had to stand up. That's hilarious. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fun. So do you have, like, all these friends over there now and just, like, you know? Yeah. That's I'm so meant true. to be there right now, actually. Um, so, oh, yeah, I'd self-organised a tour um, and had a band set up over there of, like, people that I played music with while I was there. Um, so I was meant to be playing six months of shows in North America and then I was going to do South and Central for a year as solo shows. So, yeah, I've got lots of people over there that I really miss. Um, but, yeah, I'm meant to be there, which is kind of sad. Are sad. you rescheduling that or is it kind of just, like, cancelled because, like, who the fuck knows when you're going to go back? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, 
for now it's cancelled, but I've like managed to make a lot of contacts over there. So I feel like if I do want to go, it's going to be a lot easier than this time trying to organise everything. Because I, I was like, all right, I want to do this on the biggest budget possible so I can stay for as long as possible. So I like emailed lots of hotels and hostels and was like, okay, if I play, you know, two 45-minute sets for you, will you give me three nights in like a shared hostel room and like most places said yes so I had like six months of like booked accommodation just through playing shows that's so good good. yeah so like I've got to do it one day for sure (laughs) yeah that's awesome and all you'd have to do is kind of like pay for flights and food and get yourself over there really exactly that's so sick and it'd be so cool to like get your new music out to like kind of an American audience as well like Do you have many, like, American or, like, other country kind of listeners or is it, like, predominantly Australian? Um, About, like, 10 to 20% is from, like, North and South America Um, because I was playlisted on, like, a Brazilian, like, algorithm playlist when my first single came out. So that somehow got me a lot of listeners in Brazil which is cool. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, so I've got a few listeners over there and um, on my new album, there's actually a song in Spanish. So that that was kind of like my main point. Like when I was going to hostels, I was like, I can do bilingual sets. So I was like, I can sing a couple songs in Spanish and I have a couple of originals in Spanish. So then kind of made it easier for them to book me for a gig because it wasn't all in English. Yeah. Do you have like Spanish background or you just learnt Spanish or like? I, I have very little Spanish background, like learning Spanish. I can't speak fluently, but I will write in English lyrics first. And then one of my really good friends who's actually just joined my band as my new keys player. Um, she's Spanish. She moved here only like a year ago and she helps me like translate and with all the pronunciation and stuff because I've always just thought it was the most like beautiful language um especially for like the style of music I write and like a lot of it's kind of like romantic and to have that different element with the Spanish um things to it and it helped get that to it kind of sorted so yeah Yeah. that's so (laughs) sick um so you had you released an EP kind of a little while ago, yeah. Um, but we, I saw you had like a really cool little launch party sort of thing, and you had yeah. like heaps of people come play. Do you want to like tell us a bit about that? Yeah. So the launch party was incredible. Um, basically, because I I wanted it to just be like every type of art and music possible in one space, and like everyone just to like feed off each other's creativity. Um. <laughs> So I had four bands play, um, which was Yara, um, Sienna and Felix and um, Velvet Bloom, Maddie. She's, I think she spoke on here as yeah, well. She's incredible. She's awesome. Um, and then I had like a full art sale. So I had 12 artists like showing their work and selling stuff. And then I had like jewellery vendors. I had a girl doing stick and poke tattoos, Abby Aya, which was really cool. So people getting tattoos at the show. Um, yeah it was like my first was like the second event I'd ran and I was kind of just like you know what I've made so many beautiful connections with people from creative industries can I just 
put them all together in one go like will that work and honestly it was the most beautiful day um and the EP was a tribute to my nan who passed away from cancer um her name was Lorraine Joy and the EP is called Joy and so for me it was like my own celebration of her and so I just wanted to be this really inclusive and like beautiful time it was like during the days it was like a Sunday afternoon um, and it was like all ages. So I had like my little cousins running around. It was, yeah, it was a really beautiful day. That's so cute. Where did you have it? I had it at Singing Bird Studios in Frankston. Oh, cool. Yeah, because they had like, we set up like all the outside with the art and stuff. So it was like you went inside, you saw the music, you go outside and you'd have all the art and vendors and stuff, which was really cool. Yeah, because you paint a bit too, don't you? Yeah, um, it's kind of like, it's my hobby, but... Um, Sean Primrose is like my best mate and she lives upstairs to me. So she's definitely been a great influence on like being more into art and really trying hard to make that an important part of my life because it does bring me so much happiness. Um, but yeah, I love painting and I have a little jewellery business. So that's kind of why I wanted to do this. It's called the Indigo Jewels. Oh, sick. I'll check it out. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I started um, it when um, I was living in America because I had, like, this really cool teacher who was like, yeah, you can just make jewellery for this class. Like, that's fine. So I was like, cool, making a business. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what is your kind of favourite song that you've, like, put out into the world? Because, like, you've got a recent one. And then you've got some, I love Cyclone personally. I think it's really cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's your fave? Oh, that's, that's a hard one. Um, probably If Only. And it's actually like my least stream song, which is funny because it's my favourite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I wrote it as a poem when I was like feeling very powerless about like the fires in Australia. Um, and then ended up like making it a song with some really beautiful guitar and has like a two minute instrumental on there. It's kind of different to the other stuff I've released, but it was like, at the time for me, it was like a really beautiful, powerful thing to know that I felt helpless, but in my own way, I contributed to that. And then I ended up donating, um, a hundred percent of band camp profits. And I still am to, from that song to the Port Macquarie, um, koala something Port Macquarie koala rescue center or something it is yeah so yeah that was definitely my favorite song wow I love that that's so sick do you (laughs) think you like play solo or do you play like with because you mentioned having a band bit of a band before do you usually yeah well I play both so I have a guitarist and we play some like more pub shows and like intimate shows um, with just the two of us and I'll play ukulele while he's playing electric guitar. And then I have, I was playing with a four piece band, but now it's turned into a six piece band, which is super exciting. Um, Yeah. So, and then we're also in the midst of creating like a trio set with cello, electric guitar and ukulele, but just something different as well. Wow, that sounds excited. so good. Are you excited to get back to gigging? 
oh, I can't even describe how excited I am. I miss it just ridiculously. Like, oh, it's so weird. Not It was like my whole, like, everything I looked forward to. <laughs> like, do you like to play mainly in, like, Peninsula area or do you have you played, like, heaps of shows in Melbourne? Like, what's... Um, I've played, oh, my phone, oh, okay. I've played both, um, kind of as Corona started, that's when I was kind of picking up with Melbourne shows, um, which is kind of unfortunate, but I, yeah, I hadn't done much gigging. I only started playing with a band in September last year, and so we're, like, we managed to, like, get quite a few shows considering like the amount of time we were playing um together but then corona obviously messed that up (laughs) (laughs) pardon where did you play in melbourne so i played the tote um whole lot of love bar um played where else have we played played a bunch of like pubs in like Paran and stuff, Revs. Um, Do you play Revs? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. No way. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, the tote's pretty cool. We love the tote. Yeah, um, yeah the tote's awesome. Yeah, the yeah, boys just... like really good vibes at the tone. Everyone's really lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And they have like good kind of inclusive rules like to make sure females are also represented in every show which is cool because a lot of shows are missing female representation for sure yeah yeah um did you want to tell us a bit of about your art with flow creative and like your little merch collab with them as well and three like how that all came about yeah sure so um uh, the art, the project, like Comfortable Discomfort with Flow Creative, that started as Sean, um, who's one of the co-founders, she is like real advocate for mental health and she wanted to create a really beautiful safe space for people who were passionate about art or were artists to just like connect and be inspired, inspired by each other. And we actually, when we started the program, we didn't have like an end product in mind. Um, And then everyone like contributed and came up with the idea of doing a website um, where you had to create some sort of artwork that described your experience in isolation. And it was really cool because like everyone had such different concepts. Like, you know, there was really some really dark ones, some very like positive ones. Um, And like for me, I did more of like a kind of like I definitely romanticized life and so my art was kind of like romanticizing um our connection to like trees and nature and it was like I had a poem about like how you know the trees are enchanted by me as well kind of thing and like trying to put that sort of positive spin on appreciation of just like the little things I guess because we are missing so many of our normal things um And we also had to talk about, like, how we've survived isolation, our coping mechanisms, everything like that. Um, So it was a really, really cool project. Um, It it ended up being called, like, An Artist's Guide to Surviving Isolation. And we're actually turning it into a zine, which is going to be really cool. 
because um yeah everyone put in so much work and it was just like a really beautiful environment and like to connect with that many talented people was just insane especially like from home um and then yeah so we did I did a merch collaboration with Flow Creative as well which is really lovely and that's through their Reflow Artist Fund so basically they like usually like support a charity every time they do a magazine but because of COVID they thought that it would be better to support artists because I mean we're all struggling at at the moment so I guess we need a bit of charity Um, and so that was kind of part of that scheme so Flow Creative paid for all the merch to be made and then um, Giovanna Three Circles who is incredible she designed it and Sean also helped design it and then um we just like split all the profits as like a giving back to artists thing so Maddie and Sean like they are the biggest angels like they organize it all like they just they're very passionate about giving back in any way and it's it's amazing so yeah I'm really really grateful to be connected to them and like having flow just like really take me under their wing yeah that's so awesome and your art for um that was so cool as well thank you Um, and we're also talking about so that um you're like tattoo is that your tattoo as well like that is so sick (laughs) did that freaking hurt like a bitch oh Oh my god so bad oh it was ridiculous like yeah I was just I said to the dude when I got there to get it done I was like just don't stop like even if I cry just don't stop just go through like just ignore yeah. me like had so you like planned that for ages yeah I really well actually I bought the artwork this this artist I bought a print of what's on my back now um and I had it on my wall and I was always just like I just want that forever like it's just so cool so I just Instagram DM'd her and I'm like hey like can I pay you for like you know like un- unexclusive licensing or whatever it is so I can get it tattooed on me. And she was like, yeah, 50 bucks. It's like, cool. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. God. That's, was it like stick and poke or was it like a proper? With a gun, I don't think I could have sat through stick that and poke. Would be, yeah. It <laughs> looks so like fine and well done. I was like, surely that might be a stick and poke. It look, just looks oh. so good. God, where thank did you. you but... Where did you get it done? I got it done at Gray Street Tattoo in St Kilda um, by Jake Fra- Jake Owen Fraser. He's awesome. He's from the peninsula. I'm from the peninsula as well, but I live up in St Kilda now. And, like, he literally lives around the corner from my parents' house and um, now works around the corner from my house. It's <laughs> weird how everyone's connected. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um and you've also got um, couch surfing coming up, yes. which is pretty cool. Have you done any, like, live streams um, recently, like, through COVID and, like, all that? I haven't done many. I did um, one just on, like, my Instagram. And then I also did one for Melbourne Polytechnic, which is the uni I'm at, um, which was pretty cool. But, yeah, I haven't really gotten into it that much, I think, just because – I don't know, it just hasn't been my cup of tea, but I've been, like, working really hard on a lot of new material and working on my solo set. So now I'm kind of like, you know what, I've got to give it a go because who knows when I'm actually going to be able to play. Um, But I'm really excited. Yeah, Yeah, because we've got um, 
a couple so our mates from uni um are actually running the couch surfing event oh really yeah yeah yeah, so we all had to like kind of run a few events and yeah they're doing the couch surfing which is really cool um yeah so we're like pretty keen i I bought a couple tickets so we're pretty keen to see that that should be awesome yeah, I'm doing I'm doing it as a duo set. I was going to do it as a solo set, but my guitarist messaged me and he's like, Indigo, I have not played a gig in so long. You live alone. You can have someone over. <laughs> okay. So you're doing it from your place in St Kilda? Yeah. No. Yeah, we're just in my garden. <laughs> That'll be so That's nice. awesome. Oh, that's going to be so cool. Wow. So okay. Really <laughs> to see that. Um. Maybe we can wrap it up on that note. Check out, if you guys want to see Indigo play a cool live set, check her out. Um, Tickets are available um, at the Couchsurfing website and also check out all her songs as well, which we will link. Um, Yeah, I'm really keen to see play a little set and see how you're sounding live. Really keen. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for coming. That was so lovely. My pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. That was fun. No worries. We'll do a little beers and cheers to finish it off. Cheers. Cheers.